Hey friends, welcome back to Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. You guys are in for a treat today. Listen, I invited my dear friend and happiness expert, Cindy Bettino, back to the show. Let me tell you a little bit about Cindy. She is a happiness expert, but not because she's got so much fancy training and experience coaching people on what it's like to be happy, which, hey, by the way, she does have both of those things, but because Cindy lives her message. She says that happiness is a verb, and once you lean in to her message and hear how she applies that to her own life, she has all the cred she will ever need. I brought her back to the show for season three because right now we can use all of the happiness we can get. And you see, Cindy doesn't just give it to us, she teaches us. She teaches us the skills. Did you guys know that there are skills to being happy? Yes, there are skills. I didn't even realize that there are skills. And many of us haven't been taught them. We weren't raised by people who knew how to be happy, who knew that happiness was a verb, who could teach those things to us. And Cindy lets us know it's not our fault. We are not bad. But it's possible, even in the midst of a global pandemic and all of the fears associated with that, to live happy, to be happy, to believe that happiness is a verb. Lean into Cindy's wisdom today and be sure to stay tuned to the end because you will find out what happens when you text the keyword happy, H-A-P-P-Y, to 540-369-2139. Yes, when you text happy to 540-369-2139, you're going to hear an amazing offer from Cindy about how you can learn that happiness is a verb and change your life. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Cindy Bettino. But we're not here to talk about what I'm in the thick of. We're here to talk about what you're in the thick of. What are you in the thick of right now? Well, who isn't in the thick of COVID? Wow, there is that. You know, I was just thinking, do you think it's possible to get through any conversation, not just a podcast episode, but any conversation without the word COVID rearing its head? No, I don't think it's possible to have a conversation, honest to God, because it's a, it's a reality. It's affecting there every area of our, it's, it affects every area of our life, Yeah. right? And so how could you not? I mean, we haven't seen, in our lifetime, we haven't seen this happen. No. Even my parents' lifetime, really. They didn't see this happen either. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Yeah, and we haven't seen it unhappen. <laughs> I'm ready yes. for it to unhappen. Who isn't? <laughs> and you know why I'm ready for it to unhappen? Because I'm just so tired of the unhappiness in the world. And I'm not saying it requires bad things to go away for happiness to exist because you know that it doesn't because you're the happiness expert. Um, But I sure think it would set the stage for something different. Well, listen, like you just said, Sherry, this is Dr. Sherry. Um, I have, I have a sign in my office that says, 
life is not about waiting for the storm to pass. That's right. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. And that's, that's what we right. have to do now, right? COVID's yep. not going anywhere. We, we want, we're stuck, right? Yeah. Um, therapists are like thriving right now. <laughs> you know, if uh, you, but here's the thing. Okay, so going back to that, I, I actually just sent out I send out these text messages, like encouraging text messages. And I, and I sent one out this morning to my group of people, to my people. And I talked about the fact that my life changed the moment I was honest with myself. Yes. That pain was a part of life. Yes. That my pain was no more substantial than your pain. Yes. That, right? That. I had control over what I did with my pain. I may not have control over what happens to lead to the pain, but I sure have control over what I do with it. And that really changed the course of my life. Now you speak in different terms. You speak in happiness terms. I speak in thriving terms. I think they're a little bit different. And so I, that's why I love having you on the show because I love to learn about happiness. I think happiness resonates with people and people want to be happy, but I think you're right. I think that there's too many waiting for the storm to pass. Yes. And, and, and we, we can't do that. And God, there, there's just, there's so much Sherry that, that, um, you know, people are, are overwhelmed They're They don't know how they're going to get their kids, um, you know, uh, educated in the fall. Mm-hmm. They have a spouse in the house. They have kids in the house. Um, they might be working virtually and they have all this distraction. They're in overwhelm. They don't know, you know, what, what's real, what isn't real. You go right. on one show, it's not real. You go on another show, it's real. You go, and, and some people, and then of course we have the politics that have, that have, have come all together with COVID and, and made a pandemic political, which it, it horrifies me. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's, it's real and people are dying and it has nothing to do with politics. Mm-hmm. It has to do with, um, humanity love. And suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. But also love and kindness and, and compassion and, yeah. you know, standing in other people's shoes. And, um, so yeah. So, I mean, I think there's, there's a lot to it and people are, people are having a tough time and, um, but I, I want people to, to find a way to thrive, mm-hmm. find a way to find happiness, yeah. even during a pandemic, because it's possible. It's possible. Right. It just takes it takes work, and it ter- takes like shifting, yeah. shifting a language. So l- let me. I had a conversation with my son mm-hmm. um, Wednesday. And how old and is he, your son, Cindy? He's turning thirty at the oh end. Oh my of this goodness. Month. Oh, so and he lives in Tel Aviv, Israel, and he's okay. a professional dancer. He's a professional dancer, and he um. He was Are like, all of Mom. your kids abroad, Cindy? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. And, yeah, they won't let me in now. So. Right, right. Sorry, go ahead. So okay. you had a conversation with your son, and, and he was like, "Oh, mom, he's just, he just changed dance companies," and he's like, "Oh." I had to learn three one hour performances in one month and oh mom it just at this this the, the style of this company is so physical and oh mom and I was like really <laughs> I'm sorry you're turning 30 you're a professional dancer 
You're doing what you love. Yeah. You are working with a choreographer that is your idol. You are right. living in a different country, learning a new language. You, you, you are a superhero yeah. to learn three one-hour performances mm-hmm. in one month. I mean, you are Superman. Mm-hmm. And you're living the life. The life yes. that you've already wanted. You don't have to work three jobs. Right. You, you know, you're, yes, but come on. Like, and, and so part of what we can do to find happiness during a pandemic is shifting our vocabulary, shifting our story, yeah. shifting our words. Because truly he is, he is, he's, he's 30 years old. He's not completely broken down. He, yeah. he has options in the future. He he doesn't really want to live in the United States right now because we don't pay our dancers well enough, even when we have, you know, our country doing well, our economy doing well. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you're the stinking dream. Yeah, you're so right. It, a lot of it has to do with the words and our words dictate our actions. I, like one of the things I love to say is I don't have to record a podcast episode. I get to record Mm -hmm. a podcast episode today. Mm -hmm. There is a substantial shift when you're talking about that shift that happens chemically in the brain. If I get to do something versus if I have to do something and um, right. So that's just one of the very basic things. And okay. So I'm not, you're not getting out of this question. And I know you (laughs) kind of started going there, but you're not getting out of it. So I, you know, I called you on the show, Cindy, because this season we're talking about how people are thriving in the thick of something, right? And you brought up COVID, but you also, which I know you'll explain to the listeners here in a little while, but you have a program called Happiness is a Verb. And so my question to you is this, how are you happying your way through a global pandemic? Where are you? I'm right here. I mean, you know, I think I... So there are a couple of phrases I, I use a lot right now. And one, one goes with another, it's flow. I'm finding my happiness from flowing. I'm not, I, I expect the obstacles to be in my path. Mm-hmm. So I, and I know I have the creativity and the intelligence to get around those obstacles. I just got to get out of my own way. So flow okay. and bobbing and weaving. Wait, right? so I have a question to ask you about flow because flow to me connotes uh, a force outside of my control. So is that what you mean or can you yeah. help me? I, okay, thank you. Can you differentiate that for me and the listeners? Right, so flow comes when you are ready to be open and you are ready to look for opportunities mm-hmm. and when you don't allow fear to paralyze you. Mm-hmm. Then you can flow. Got it. Right, but if every everything is like, a, oh, 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 right? <laughs> so, but, so it's like bobbing and weaving like Muhammad Ali, right? Every time, right. you know, COVID sends something out there, you know, punch out there, you're bobbing, you're weaving, you're okay, so... What can I create in this moment? What am I learning in this moment about yeah. me? What am I learning in this moment about life? What am I learning in this moment about relationship? How do I want to show up today? Am I going to give up? Yeah. Am I going to let COVID win? Am I? And, and you know, the answer is, hell no. Right. 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 So I've got to trust my intelligence, my creativity. I've got to, I've got to look for the lessons. I've got to look for how I'm not showing up the way I want to show up. 
Yeah. But does that mean that I don't have down days? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, um, the other phrase that I use a lot during COVID besides Bob and weed, like Muhammad Ali and flow is, is, um, you know, being on a roller coaster, the one, but at, at a, oh, what's that famous park in New York City? Coney Island. Oh, right? okay. So my father grew up in New York City and he used to hang out in Coney Island and he was on Muscle Beach, my father. So he was doing the whole lifting thing, yeah. and showing, showing his biceps to the girls and doing all that <laughs> stuff. So when we were little, he used to take us to Coney Island and Coney Island had this huge wooden roller coaster, wooden. And I love roller coasters. That roller coaster scared the crap out of me as a little kid because you could feel it moving because it was wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could hear the and that creaking. clickety clackety. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And that's what you. That's what it kind of feels like. You're like, whoo, oh, oh, whoo, oh. <laughs> I know. Well, this is great. Oh, let me take that back. Right. It's like, it's like when I'm on a roller coaster, I, you know, on the modern ones that have like the shoulder harnesses, which I don't go on anymore just because I, I choose to love life and I don't want to risk mine. I, it's not a fear I'm addressing. So anyway, I, um, I used to go on them, but so, you know, the thing, the, the, the ones that come over your shoulder, right. And you're going up the hill Mm -hmm. and you're like, this is me. I'm like tugging at that thing. Is this thing locked? Is this thing, like, am I going to fly out of this joint when we reach the top of the hill, right? Like, you know, final destination stuff. And I, and it's terrifying. And I think, <laughs> I love that you used the analogy of roller coaster because even when you're, you know, when you're going uphill, it's hard work. You want to get to the top, but there's also fear going uphill. There's also question, uncertainty. I don't know what's beyond that crest, right? I kind right. of have to be able to trust. Right. Is that, well, isn't that a great symbol for COVID though? Yeah. Because we don't know. We don't know. We, re we don't know. Mm -mm. But all we know is today and that it's all we can respond to in today. I, I wanted to go back, Sherry, to yeah. um, honesty. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we've talked numerous times and, um, as you know about me, a huge turning point in my mental and emotional health mm -hmm. came when I finally became honest with my therapist. Yeah. Yeah. When I finally looked at her and said, okay, I'm going for it. I'm not going to keep secrets because I really want to grow as a person. So I'm going to tell you every reason why I'm a bad person. Mm. And I was waiting for the judgment. And then when the judgment didn't come, <laughs> and it was like, we can work with that, Cindy. <laughs> we can. That wasn't as bad that. as I thought it was going to be. No. I mean, I was expecting her to throw me the hell out of the office. You know, this is, you know, but I think that's our greatest fear, right? Our greatest fear is that if we're really like supremely yeah. honest with ourselves and another person, yeah. that, that fear of when they really see us and they see our dark places as well as our light places, mm -hmm. that they're going to focus it on those dark places, right? And they're going to tell us how bad we are to have those dark places. But the truth is we all have dark places. Yeah, we do. 
And they some people, and the other truth is, Cindy, that some people will focus on those dark places, but that's the cost of honesty. The cost of honesty is being willing to face that when it comes. You know, yeah. I, I said I always say like to err is human, but to be to choose to be embarrassed about erring, that's a choice. That's an active choice you make. So it's when you're doing things in life, when you have flaws in life, like we all do. To choose to be embarrassed about them is stupid. Now, you can make amends, you can apologize, you can do whatever you need to do in terms of if you've wronged somebody or whatever. But if there's something about you that you're going to be embarrassed about because somebody, I don't know, outs you or whatever, then I think that's, to me, that's like an indication that you haven't really gotten honest with yourself yet. Because, oh, right? mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. I mean, so this, this year I, I've been honored to take over a huge networking, well, <laughs> pre-COVID, um, was a huge women's networking event for business. Hey, wait, 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 wait. It's still a huge honor, Cindy, because oh, you no, no. are like, that's what you're thriving in the thick of. You're thriving in the thick of inheriting a, an in-person dynamite networking, uh, not even event, uh, group, uh, cohort and like-minded, like-minded. And then here comes COVID and guess what? You can't meet in person anymore. Well, at least there was a stutter. So that's what you're in the thick of. Yeah. So go for it. Tell us. Well, so to be honored, right. But so Christina Bawery of Rest in Limousine, um, who, who will be on your season three as well. Right. I recorded Um, with her yesterday. Yay. Um, she started this event 12 years ago and you know, it's a, it's a wonderful event, a beautiful event, a successful event. Um, women come together, women do business, but Christina and I are very different people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christina is so elegant and she is so beautifully, you know, conservative and she is so um, kind and generous. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that I'm not those things, but Christina is like one of those Christmas packages that you get that has the be- beautiful wrapping paper, the perfect right. bow. You know what I mean? I do. And I'm, I'm the present under the tree that was wrapped by your five-year-old. Oh, girl. You and me both. Right. Yeah. So um, I knew by taking over this event that there was going to be a lot of judgment coming my way. Mm-hmm. And I chose to be authentic. That... I'm not, I can't be, Christina, if I wanted to be, I can't, I can't. And I'm and not I willing to, right. I won't, and I won't be. be. Yeah. I, I don't, I love Christina, but I don't want to be Christina. I, no. like, I like who I am. That's right. So, so I knew coming into this that it was going to be scary and possibly hard and possibly judgment would be coming my way. Um, but I'm, Luckily, not even luckily, I did it myself. So I've been working on my personal growth and finding my ways to dance in the rain most of my adult life. So I've finally come to a place where you don't like how I'm showing up. I'm too big. I'm too loud. I'm too whatever. (laughs) That's really okay. But Well, okay. Can I stop you there for a second, Cindy? So yes, it is okay. And you've reached a place like that for yourself where- Okay, that's okay. That it's okay if you evaluate me in this way because I know who I am. I know who I am not, and I love me, right? 
However, you still have to navigate that. And I think, yeah. yeah, so can you share with me and the listeners, like, you know, even if you get to a place where you love who you are, you know who you are, you know who, you're, who you aren't, and you're easily able to not have that altered based on the comments or evaluations of somebody, but it might be threatened, not altered, but it might be threatened. It might have you, you know, prompt you to have a conversation with yourself prompt you to, to solidify further those beliefs that you have about yourself. But how are you navigating that as it comes up? How are you thriving in that process? Well, just because I finally come to a place where I really like me, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that if someone judges me, I'm not going to be hurt by it. That's right. I'm going to be hurt by it. I have been hurt by it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's easier to brush off. It doesn't send me down the rabbit hole anymore. And I do have to go and I have to have conversations with myself. It's okay, Cindy. You're not supposed to be like Christina, Cindy. Mm. No, she chose you to, to do this for a reason. You just, you bring a different energy. And, and, you know, 90% of the people are very happy with the energy that is being there. And that's what you've got to focus on. And mm-hmm. Cindy, remember that business coach that once told you 5% of the world is going to hate you no matter what? no matter what you do or what you say or how you show up, that's, that's, you know, and it has more to do with them than you. And I do, I have to give myself a pep talk because it does, yeah. it still hurts. Yeah. It still- well, yeah. So you've got to be your biggest cheerleader and mm-hmm. you just like hit a huge truth uh, um, out of the park there. And that's that, I think one of the lies that women believe that uh, inhibits us from thriving in circumstances like that is we actually believe that everybody's supposed to like us. Let me tell you something, Cindy. I, okay. So one, I love that 5% of people are going to hate you and they may not, they might, they may not even know you, right? Most people who hate you don't know you. (laughs) Okay. That's, that's number one, I would say. Okay. But, um, but maybe there's some people who know you, who hate you and okay, fine. That's part of, that's part of the game. That's part of what, life looks like. But um, now I, I'm trying to think of where I was going with that. Hang on. I'll get it back in just a sec. It's coming. Well, there's it's coming right, around so this, the corner. There, there's just, there's this thing called transference, right? So I can remind someone of the, the aunt that they hated because she used to pinch them when no one was looking or I can, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the bad mom or I can, you know, I can, re- I mean, I've had people say, you're too New York for me. Yeah. I, I don't like you because you're too New York for me. And I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, so obviously I remind them of someone that they met that they didn't like. Yeah. That had some kind of New York attitude or something. I don't know. Right. But it's a lot, that 5% of the people, they most likely, I remind them of someone they didn't like. Because that's how our brains work, right? That's yeah. neuroscience. Transference. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a real thing. Well, okay. So I remember what I was going to say now, and, and this is just to, this is how I thrive through stuff like that. Um, so I remember this was probably been three months or so ago now it was before I released my book, but I was kind of talking about different concepts from it. And, um, I got my first like negative social media comment, which no, now I, I'm totally not lying when I tell you this is what happened. I saw the negative comment. I threw my computer on the couch. I called my friend and I was like, I got my first. 
first negative comment. And she was like, why are you so happy? I was like, because people that don't love me are listening to me. Like, that was huge to me, you know, and to, to be able to know that when you are you, like, people aren't always going to love you, but the people, and this is why I say most people who don't love you, most people who don't like you, don't know you. But that's a good thing because they're listening. Yes. I know. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's just, it's, but you had to go all fancy with the transference, Cindy. You're right. It is. It is transference. It is. So, so what do you, so you have the pep talks with yourself, which Mm -hmm. I love because too often what we do is we have the death to self talks with ourselves, right? Oh yeah. No, I do you still have any of those or do you stop them short? Yeah. Um, I I stop them short, but they still happen. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's hurtful. Um, but I do my best. And if I can't talk myself out of it, then I call my person and I go, okay, I need help. I need help to, to, ground, find my center, find my self-love. Um, because there are times when, you know, it, it, it just, it, it feels like life is pounding you down. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when I finally get to that place, cause I, I do have a, a, a challenge of, of depression and, um, my, it, it's, it's generational dysfunction and generational depression and suicide. Yeah. And that's, you know, very clearly on one side of my family. Mm-hmm. And I know that, I need to talk to somebody and get some help to help me out. I need that yeah. hand to help me out of the rabbit hole. Sometimes you need somebody reaching down to help yeah. you out of where yeah. you are. Well, and here's what I love about that is <clears throat> going back to knowing yourself and being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what we do is we want that thing, that challenge, that struggle. So we'll say depression. We want that so badly to be gone that we don't, just say, okay, this is what it is. This is what I know about me. And now here's what I have to do about it. And so then we get stuck, right? But for you, I love this just acknowledgement of uh, reaching out for help and how, gosh, if anything, I hope that, that the people listening right now hear that because I can't tell you how many times when I used to practice clinical psych, I would have people walking into my office. The listeners can't see what I'm doing, but people walking into my office like this, like with their hand over their faces, like, let me go in there so nobody, right. Let me go in there and nobody sees that I'm going to see a shrink. Right. And it's like, which is, you know, one of the reasons why I left the field, because I think the field, unfortunately, stigmatizes further people who are already feel stigmatized. But anyway, that's for another show. Um, no, but the challenge of the cha- yeah the challenge of depression is so we all have those dark places right mm-hmm. we talked about that before and within those dark places we have challenges yeah and and we have and and so depression just doesn't go away unless it's right. like situational depression yeah. but and and the one thing we don't want to do is identify and get attached to that challenge yeah. like it's that a challenge is I have. Right. Yeah, that's because it's not me. It's right. a challenge that I have. And actually, it's a gift. Amen. And- oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. You can't, don't gloss over that. You have to say that again. Oh, well, yeah. No, our challenges are our best gifts. They're our best learning. Hmm. So when I am 
feeling depressed, then I know something has happened in my life that there is a lesson for me there, mm. right? There's a lesson. So it's my job as an adult that understands that I have this challenge, that when I get to this place, I think one of the hardest things about depression is it, it, it's so insidious and it happens so kind of slowly yeah. that you don't realize you're down the rabbit hole until you're already down the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's, it becomes our job to go, okay, so what just happened? What happened that brought me down here? Like yeah. what, what fear came up? What person said something? What did I interpret? What, and it's, it's when we can understand the beautiful God, Robert Brennan used to call it a unique bouquet mm-hmm. of gifts, talents, character traits, and moral fiber. That's not affected by fear. It's only love. Right. We are in pure love. That's where we are in our higher selves and we are rocking, we are flowing, we are rolling. Yeah. And we don't have those dark challenges that come up. But then fear comes into play, like COVID-19, yeah. like uh, divorce, like cancer, mm-hmm. like financial crisis, mm-hmm. right? Fear. And then what it does, what happens in our psyche is that it takes those beautiful pieces and distorts them due to fear and turns it into paralyzation, yeah. overwhelm, rage, uh, grief yeah. that's, that's uh, negative, punishing other people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's why that stuff happens. So if we can say, oh, a fear of not having enough or being enough can throw me into that dark place, yeah. right? Someone coming under fire of huge criticism mm-hmm. can take me into that place because then I have to process it and I have to be able to reach into the different parts of my psyche to say, what are the nuggets that are here for me? And then so I can move forward in a better way. Yeah. Or was that person just really pissed off and needed a target that day? I mean, right. to really analyze it and figure out what happened, right? But when you know and you understand what your bad habits are, mm-hmm. the fears that distort your, your beauty to, to bring you those into those bad habits, then it makes those challenges so much easier. And because yeah. we're honest. We're honest. Yep. I, I have stuff. I can be edgy. I can be bitchy. I can be way too honest. I cannot have a filter. I can. I can. We all have stuff. That's for sure. Yeah. And there's so much shame around people. And I made this mistake. Well, of course you did. God made you perfectly imperfect. Right. So, I, I call it gloriously imperfect. Like you're glorious. <laughs> like stop. It's fine. But hey, let me ask you this question. So uh, challenges are a gift. They're an opportunity for you. You say a signal that there's a lesson to be had. Can you share with us um, maybe a lesson that you've learned uh, recently or maybe one that you're learning right now? Okay. So money is still a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how much money I have or don't have, it's always a struggle. <laughs> okay, all right. And a lot of people, it's, I'm not alone, and I know I'm not alone. That's right. <clears throat> but there was, I had a major lesson about money. Okay. Um, thirteen years ago, and my lesson was, you always have to re- be prepared for the money to stop coming. Okay. And I forgot that lesson. <laughs> 
Okay, now she's speaking some truth, y'all. How many times? I can't tell. Okay, I thought I was the only one that was a repeat learner. Oh, my God. And so one day, I mean, like, I've been working my practice for 10 years, right? And and I'm working hard. And I'm, like, trying to get where I need to be financially. I know I'm really good at what I do, but, you know, running your own business is is hard. It's difficult. And trying to figure out how you're going to help as many people as you can, which is why I love happiness as a verb, um, and, and still make money. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I was rocking it early 2020, late 2019, early 2020. I was rocking it. I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> finally there. And then in one day it stopped mm. quarantine. Yeah. So my ability to pay my mortgage, to pay for my car, to pay yeah. for my rent in my, at my office, you know, it went away. Hmm. And I'm like, right. swear word, cuss word, cuss word, swear word. Like, right. Asterisk, you didn't, point. you didn't, yes, you didn't learn the lesson. You, you weren't prepared for the money to stop. Hmm. And I was like, so yes, yeah. so I will do my best not to forget again. <laughs> But you know, okay, so here's, you know, here's the shrink in me, Cindy. Maybe there's an even deeper lesson. Maybe, maybe it's not about being prepared for the money to stop. Maybe it's, maybe you didn't, maybe you don't need everything you think you need. Oh, I've already been there. That one I got. That one you got. That one I got. I went from. Or maybe it's, maybe the deeper lesson is not about preparation for money, but your attitude towards money. Yes, I agree. No, I agree. Shrink, Dr. (laughs) Sherry. But yeah. So yeah. So no, I mean, I've, I've really toned everything down to from where, where I was, I was in the 6,000 square foot house in Fairfax on five acres. Yeah. I, and I went from that to my cabin on the side of a mountain. To a beautiful mountainside retreat. I know. I love it. Yeah. No, I know. It's, it's hey. enough for me. I, I didn't know what enough was. And so that's what the learning. That's fantastic. I love that. Okay. So that's enough for you. Speaking of your beautiful mountainside retreat, you're doing some stuff out there. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. I want to I wanna hear more. You got some mother-daughter stuff happening. I have a mother-daughter fierce women retreat. And okay. these are all small, no more than six people, right? So three mothers and daughters. Um, I have two spots left available. It's on August 22nd. And one thing okay. that I found. So what? that's good for us to know. So it's on August 22nd because your episode is going to air in two days on the 16th. So mm-hmm. people will still have time to register. You're looking for one yes. more mother, daughter. Okay. Tell us who you're looking for and what they could expect at the... So when one thing that I, I found in all of my years of doing my work is that especially women don't know how to stand in their fierceness in all areas of their life. Mm-hmm. And some don't know how to stand in their fierceness in any area of our, our, what is it, our What lives. does that mean though, Cindy? What does that mean well, to stand in your fierceness? I like it. Yes. And it's different. <clears throat> it's different for everybody. Just like happiness is different for everybody, but mm-hmm. The main component in being fierce is being grounded, grounded and having an open heart. So mm-hmm. what, fear, what fierce isn't, you have to look at first. It's not yelling. It's not screaming. It's not rage. It's not 
self-deprecating. It's not um, uh, jealousy. Jealousy. It's not how much money you have. It's not being superior. It's not. It's not any of those things. It's not yeah. the job that you have or the car that you drive, right? It's not. It's not. And those are the illusions of power. Yeah. True. Yeah. True power comes from us as women understanding and embracing our emotional intelligence, our ability to have empathy, having a healthy no with an open heart, not the screw you know. Yeah. Right? Knowing that you matter just as much as everyone else, right? You don't matter more, you don't matter less. Because we have this thing with women that, especially, well, especially women that have children and families that we come last, which isn't true, right? So a lot of us, we haven't really been taught how to be fierce. We've either taught to be fierce like a man and yeah. try to replicate men, yeah. right? Or we've done the, the cat yeah. thing, hair pulling kind of thing. So, okay, let me, let me derail you though. Not really derail you, but just clarify two things. So one, fierceness as you're defining it is synonymous with power. True power, yeah. Okay, so I like that. Um, that helps me understand it a little bit more. And I really like how you said what fear you have to look at what fierceness is not. And so I take you know, I um there's not a lot that frustrates me other than when people are doing what's not fierce because not because it's ugly, but because it's not good for them. because it hurts them. And so that makes me sad. And that, that is what irritates me. And so for an example of that, talking about the not, like I saw this meme that said something like, learn to, you know, learn to love the sound of your feet walking away from what's not good for you. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. Learn to love the sound of your feet walking towards you, walking towards, you know what I mean? Like, why are we so focused on well, I got to get rid of negativity and I got to do it. No, what are, what are we focusing on? What are we getting? Not what are we trying to get rid of? That's how I see power. Yes, because you're still in your heart. You're grounded. You're centered. Yeah. You know who you are. You're honest with yourself about who you are. Right? Yeah. We have to embrace. If we don't embrace that darkness and those bad habits and just the difference, we take a shame shower when we say, I have bad habits, but I'm working on them. I'm working on them. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on them. Shower. Yeah. Okay, wait. Hold on a second. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're gloriously imperfect. So I got to get back to this fierce women, mother, daughter thing though. Like what? Okay. So fierce women, we we, now we know what fierce means. The mother, daughter workshop. You have room for one more mother, daughter on August 22nd. What does it look like? What are they going to get? yeah, so we, we look, it's three hours, 10 to one, and it's at, it's, on, it's at my cabin on the side of a mountain, which is healing, and it is peaceful, yeah. and it is a great place. Um, people's, people love to come into my office in Middleburg, but this offers a whole different, I mean, you feel like you're in a different world when you're at my house, yeah. so, and we love it so much. You, nature is all around us. You can't get away from nature. You can't get a, a, away with not becoming one with something mm-hmm. greater than you when you're yeah. when you're here. Yeah. And so, it's it's our responsibility, in my opinion, my opinion, it's our responsibility as mothers to teach daughters how to be fierce. Mm-hmm. But 
The problem is when you don't know what fear is, right. when you think fierceness is, is, is an illusion of power, then that's what we're teaching our children. Yeah. And I actually came up with this workshop because of my daughter, because my daughter is, and my son too, but one of, they are the fiercest people I know. Yeah. They are far better versions of me. Mm. They, they will stand in the face of fear and, and say, no, it's not going to stop me. I'm going to audition for this. I'm going to yeah. audition for that company. I'm going to travel all over the world and audition at all these companies yeah. all over where I will most likely get rejection. Yeah. You know, my daughter was, I'll take, I'll go get my master's degree and I have to do it all in French. Yeah. You know, I can, I'll find a way to, I'm going to do that. Right? So it's, it's, you know, I'm, yeah, mom, I'm going to go to Paris and I'm going to live. Yeah. Ah! I'm right. I'm right. Right. I didn't mean for you to be that fierce, honey. No, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. so, so the very first tattoo that she got was one on the back of her neck. Uh-huh. And it, it said, entrepide. And, it, and I'm like, Trish, what does that mean? She goes, it means being fierce, mom, being fierce. And I loved it. And so I yeah. created a workshop okay. all around it. And you know so what I, I like about this is that um, both mom and daughter um, and I'd like you to clarify if that's adult daughter, teenage daughter, what that is in just a moment. But both mother and daughter are hearing the same message. And what's yes. so cool about that is it gives them an opportunity to hold one another accountable to the yes. message that they receive. Yes. Thank you. That's why I did it. Yeah. That's <laughs> fantastic. You. Yeah. So so um, we're going to end, we'll end the workshop at our lake. So there's, we have a private lake. Um, on uh, in the in the POA, and um, we will be doing some fierce exercises. On so, how do they? That, should be fun. that is really cool. How do they sign up with you for that? And and are you going to be doing more if this one fills up? Um, I would love to do more. Um, I just need the interest to do to do more. I'd be okay. I'd be happy doing it. You know, all year round. Like just, it's such a it's such a powerful. Uh, workshop. And, you know, I've been talking, it's funny because all last year, I spent 2019 talking to a lot of CEOs and female CEOs and talking about how, and women are not rising to the top as quickly as they could be because they don't understand what being fierce is. Yeah. Right. And even in the workplace. Right. And so that's why I think this, um, these workshops are so important because Usually in one area of our life, we're showing up in a fierce way. So yeah. if people, if you really want to dig out and call out where your true power is, then they can find me on transform-heal.com and you okay. can sign up right on my website. Um, okay, perfect. And age? Oh, teens or young adults or adults. It doesn't matter. Okay, got it. All right. Now, I need you to transition and tell us about happiness as a verb because you have, here's, here's what I love. So you have this amazing online program Mm -hmm. in this world of people doing stuff from home, right? Doing everything Mm -hmm. virtually. You have Mm -hmm. responded to that. You've answered that call and you have this program that you didn't just invent. You have been working on and perfecting over several years. You've been using it successfully with your coaching clients. But most importantly, Cindy, what I love about it is that you've been using it successfully with yourself and you're the kind of coach I want to come to because you do what you say. And I love your candor on today, you know, on our conversation today that you're not afraid to say I have dark spaces and in those dark spaces, here's what I do. So tell us because you're the kind of person that people want to see, you're authentic, you're legit, and you're fierce. 
what is happiness as a verb and uh, how do they access it? Okay, so um, about three years ago, I shifted my practice from divorce and happiness to focus just on the happiness mm-hmm. um, and, and for lots of reasons. And um, I decided to create, is it nine? Nine or 10 happiness minis, professional videos, 90 seconds or less. Um, and you call them giving, happiness minis? Happiness minis. Or these, and you can get them actually from my website. You can download them for free. Okay. And um, it's, each one is a different concept. And how to, how you, you use this concept, you can find more happiness in your life. So I started there. Then I decided to create an online program because my one-on-one coaching is very organic. Like what are the uh, obstacles that are stopping you from being happy right in this moment? And so we might never get to some of those concepts that were in the happiness minis. So I decided to create an online program that would provide structure. So when you sign up with me, you know you're at least going to get in 12 months, you're going to get nine or 10 of these skills, right? It provides um, exercises for you to do. It allows you to journal about those exercises. Um, It... Um, then you can bring those and everything and all of your questions and, and we can talk about those in our coaching sessions as well as any other obstacles that are coming up. But okay. I might work with somebody for six months, a year and never hit one of them. So for sure. the people who love structure, this is that, it. This is it. Yeah. I was um, just going to say this program to me, it strikes me as, you know, somebody who wants the, the, the formulaic yet very applicable, pragmatic program uh, to, yes. to immediately start to implement and reap the benefits of. And find success, yes. And find and success, lives, yeah. Yeah, see their lives start to change. And it was, you know, also very convenient. Yeah. You can, if you're a night owl, you can, at two o'clock in the morning, you can go in and it's, you get a Trello board that can only be seen by you and I. Private, okay. And they can watch the exercise or they can watch the minis or they can watch my kids and I did real life uh, videos um, using these skills on a trip that could have been a complete shit show that turned into a beautiful family vacation. Yeah. Um, Because we, we, we use the skills. Yeah. My kids and I, we use the skills so that we can find more happiness Mm -hmm. even in a convoluted um, situation. So, so I started using with my one-on-one clients. So the first year I created um, this online program, they paid nothing for it. It was for free because I knew I was going to have to tweak it, change it. And I did. And then for the last two years, I've been using it with my one-on-one clients in addition to the coaching and the success was like off the stinking charts. Yeah. I mean, within four months, people were changing their lives wow. by the year. You know, they were like, okay, see you, Cindy. You know, maybe I'll see you again in <laughs> right, two years, right. five years, 10 years, but you know, Hey, it's awesome. Yeah. Cause we, would tackle what was on the program, but we'd also tackle whatever organically was happening too in the moment. So I was on the back, so quarantine happens, right? And I'm sitting there and, and during quarantine, I decided to do all of my sessions on a donation basis. If you had nothing to pay me, if you couldn't pay me anything, don't pay me anything. Right. You pay me 25 bucks, 25 bucks, 150, whatever, like whatever you can afford to pay me. And so I brought on a bunch of new clients that couldn't necessarily afford my prices before. Sure. Because as a coach, you cannot make the money you need to make to live in this area doing one-on-one coaching. Right. Another reason why I created the program. 
So uh, I'm sitting on the back of his Harley. Only two places I love to sit on the back of, and one is my horse and one is my husband's Harley. <laughs> the horse and the Harley. I love the horse and the Harley. So, Girl, there's your book. There's your next book. The horse and the Harley. And so I'm sitting there and I'm going, you know what? Quarantine is eventually going to be over. We can't do quarantine forever. How can I continue helping people that cannot afford my one-on-one coaching sessions? Yeah. How can I reach as many people as I can, not spend any more money to create yeah. something new? Yeah. Because that online program, when you do all, it's all done in professional video. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it was costly, but it was yeah. worth it. And, um, and, and how can I provide it at a price that they can afford but that I can still make money on, you know, cause I have to make money cause I have bills to pay too. Well, it's not about have to, it's that um, you're offering your gifts to the world and you deserve to be paid for them. <laughs> okay. That oh, too. I see that. Yeah. That, that too. So, you know, I asked and for the whole ride I asked and I asked Yeah. and I asked <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, okay, God, I'm waiting. <laughs> Can you wait without whining? No. No, I know. I, I, I whine when I'm waiting. But, <laughs> Me too. But, you know, conversations, right? So it hit me almost as like we were coming into the driveway. I'm like, Cindy, you have this online program. It's proven. It's successful. Yeah. It's already paid for itself. It gives convenience. People need it. It gives structure, yeah. and now we're going to add this really cool thing that we learned during quarantine called Zoom. Yeah. Our friend Zoom, that friend. we really didn't have a friend called Zoom before. Some <laughs> of us did, but most of us didn't before quarantine. So, you know, the whole thing for me about COVID and quarantine is looking back and finding clarity in the lives prior to quarantine. Yeah. Like, what were we just tolerating yeah, yeah, prior yeah. to quarantine? And now we have an opportunity during the quarantine and during COVID to change it. Yeah. And then what are we learning about ourselves during quarantine that we want to take forward? Yeah. What tools do we learn from quarantine that we want to take forward? So I'm like, what if you take the online program at a one Zoom call a week? Yeah. Group Zoom call. So now you get not just energy and wisdom from me. Yeah. The energy and wisdom from the collective. And a sense of community about this yes. movement. Yeah. And you can be anonymous on Zoom. You don't yeah. have to say, yes, my poo-poo stinks and I have dark places. You don't, you don't have to admit it if you don't want to. Yet you can still learn. But we you sure can still hope learn you do. Grow. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, you know, I'm okay with that. If people, yeah. when people are ready to, to, you know, be vulnerable in that way. And I don't want to limit people who aren't yet vulnerable, yeah. right? But really want to improve and grow and learn and, and, you know, understand that we learned from imperfect parents how to show up and have relationships. Yeah. That's, and, and they were imperfect. They were bad, but they were imperfect. And right. that's why I do what I do because I realized I wasn't taught the skills that I needed. Mm-hmm. And that's, so that was my mission. And now I bring all of that information to my clients and all of those skills yeah. to my clients so they can shift how they do conflict, how they speak their words, mm-hmm. how they have healthy boundaries, how they can look at themselves um, differently, how they can look at other people differently, how they can have more compassion, you know? Yeah. And so, so I decided to put the two together and create a program that I want to go nationwide and internationally. And I want to I um, launch it in October. And it is um, 
$49 a month. Wow. Now, do you have a cap on the number of people? I'll, I'll let you go back to that in just a sec, but really quickly, do you have a cap on the number of people that you're accepting into the, like, into the package with the Zoom call and all of that? So this is what I think about that. Right now, I can take 100 people in. Do I really want 100 people on a call? I'm not sure. I think okay. we're going to find our sweet spot when we find our sweet spot, and then I can open up another day in time. Sure. Okay, great. So they're going to have two different days and times that they can join. So if they can't join at that one day, that's usually more convenient for them. They can join another day Perfect. so that I can reach people around the country and I can actually reach people around, around the world because yes. so this is what people pay for a copay to go to the doctor, $49. That's right. $49 a month. And give us the rundown again. It includes... Um, so it includes a Trello board that's private between themselves and me. It includes nine happiness skills that they will learn over 12 months. So they learn a new skill for three months. Each month they learn a new skill. And then the fourth month is a recap. Right? Okay. Um, they, will have, uh, they will have a Zoom call once a week with me and with the collective and with a new a community for them. Um, they will have three exercises. The third one is optional, but they will do around that skill every month. They have okay. the convenience of doing, writing, listening, practicing yeah. on their own or not, right? The Zoom call, will we will talk about any questions that they have first around the concept and the skill. And then later after we get those done, if they have other questions, we'll deal with those. Yeah. But we will also talk about the exercise that they did. And their ahas from it or their challenges from it. And then we will talk about the exercise that's coming and set them up for that. So yeah. we're setting them up for success. Right? Also, that you get in the board are happiness minis, happiness myths, uh, real life videos and how you can use those skills and um, resources. So right. there's, they get so much. I can do this because in the last three years, I, I paid off the cost. Yeah. And now I'm ready to take it globally because I know it's successful. It's proven. It works. Yeah. I know it works. Yeah. That's so wonderful. What a, what a phenomenal offer. 49 bucks a month. Come on. I know people that have stitch fix and hello fresh and all that good stuff for more money than that. So let's yeah. do $49 a month for your happiness. You know, I think about people that grew up with unhappy parents. I've actually met several of them. Oh, really? And, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> and it's a travesty because they don't know. They don't know that there's another option. So this is letting you know that there's another option. And so they can find yes. out more in information on the website, transform-heal.com or yeah. on your uh, Facebook page. Yes, Transform Heal Facebook page. Or you can email me at Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at transform-heal.com. I would love to answer any questions. And what I can do is if you want, I can set up a Zoom call with anyone who's interested in me, and I can show them the Trello board. I can show them all the different exercises that we'll do over 12 months. We'll answer any questions that they have because um, they have to sign up through me because they'll be billed monthly. They're going to sign a 12-month contract. Okay. Um, one of the things that I'm offering because of you, Sherry, is if they join, they get the first month free. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And then they can cancel in the first 30 days. Wow. But then, okay. But first then month they're tied in first, first month free and they can cancel within that month. I love it. I love it. Don't tell, don't tell us. No, tell us what it is. What's the first one? Curiosity. Well, the, yeah. 
The first one is the easiest one for me that's hard for some people. But yeah, I, I, yeah, my husband calls me Mrs. Kravitz because I'm so curious. I'm curious about everything. So I'm curiosity, if you are curious about the program, check out the first skill, curiosity, and get the first month yeah. free, all because of Cindy's generous offer. Thank you very much for that, Cindy. We're grateful. Hey, listen, we've got to close out today. But before we do, I ask every podcast guest this same question, and you are no exception. If you could leave the women listening, and the men, because we, we've got some men listeners now. This is I exciting. Love that. I, know. I know. I love male clients too. So if you can leave the women and men listening with one truth that you want them to positively remember after the show ends today, what would that be? You're not bad because you make mistakes. You're not bad because you're, you fail. You're not bad because you do conflict in a really unhealthy way. You're just doing what you know. Doing what now you is- know. Yeah, if you if you if what you're doing isn't working for you and you're doing it because that's all you know how to do, then I would encourage you to find a new way, learn a new way. Yeah. I mean and not like judge it's, yourself. It's, it's just what you know. No. Yeah. It's what you you're just doing what you know. Yeah. You don't you don't no one's no one's mentored for you a different way of doing anything. And conflict is the big one that comes to me, and communication is the big one that comes to me about those things. And boundaries are a big one that comes to me. And those are the the, the three things that um, most of my clients have, have issues with because yeah. it wasn't mentored for them. You know, I, my parents grew up in the depression era. They, they were all about survival. They weren't about learning how to communicate better. They weren't learning about how to do money better. They weren't learning about how to parent better, or yeah. have healthy boundaries. What the hell was that? Not in my house. Right. Or conflict. I learned go to war. Other people learn avoid at all costs. Neither of them are good or healthy. Yeah. So, you know, you're not bad. Listen, friends, if you have any desire right now to increase the happiness quotient in your life, Cindy Bettino is your girl. Please text HAPPY to 540-369-2139. Again, she's offering the first month free. You guys, that's a $49 value just because you tune in and you listen to Thriving Thoughts with Dr. Sherry. Please take her up on the offer. There's no obligation. Set up that Zoom call with her. Have a conversation. Learn the skills and change your life. A few of the takeaways I have from my conversation with Cindy is that your challenge is your best gift. That is something I have truly begun to live by over the last couple of years of my life. And so now things don't take me out at the knees. I look at no's as opportunities for growth. I look at challenges as gifts. So, hey, listen, what's your challenge today? It's a gift. Will you open it like it's a gift? And I also learned what it really means to be fierce. So, hey, I think she's still got that one mother-daughter spot for the 10 to 1, three-hour retreat on standing in your fierceness on August 22nd. So listen, mom, daughter, this is for you out in nature, beautiful mountainside retreat. Just uh, give her a shout, cindy at transform-heal.com or check out her website, transform-heal.com. And of course, we'll include all of those links as well as her Facebook page in the show notes. And if you believe that happiness is a verb, give yourself the gift of even more happiness. Just remember, text HAPPY to 540-369-2139. All right, friends, we'll see you right back here on Wednesday with another episode from me. Until then, 
speak truth over the lies so that you can thrive in any and every circumstance.